0: confirmation of secretary price the republicans launch the first assault in their war on seniors to play the race card and put my on in the middle of it it was just too much it will happen rapidly and we will not allow people into our country who are looking to do harm to our people
1: It's time to make America great again. Join the movement. Neil A. Caruso, The Neil A. Caruso Show. Time to dream big. Informative, insightful, and valiant leadership. Telling it the way it is to make a difference. All right, happy Friday, everybody. February 10th, my grandmother's birthday, actually. So, happy birthday. To Grandma Caruso out there, uh, down in Florida. And uh, we begin on uh, on a Friday. We are recording uh, as we get some new information out of the White House. Um, and that information is that it is... Well, this is from the Washington Post. I don't know if you want to trust them or not. But the information is basically that the White House will pursue another avenue for the immigration order. And... You know, I told you yesterday that was a very viable option, and it is. It's a, it's an excellent option if um, he decides, you know what, we really need to put a stopgap to the immigration um, – uh, to immigration from the seven terror nations, and let's ensure that we do it the right way, and if he needs to communicate it more effectively, which it seems like he does – He will have to do that. It is clearly in his authority as president um, to go ahead and suspend immigration and the refugee program, without a doubt. Eight U.S. codes, uh, Section 1182F. Yes, I have memorized the law. (laughs) Um, So, yes, it is within his constitutional authority uh, to do just that and suspend immigration. But the rollout was rocky, and so it looks like he's not going to appeal to the Supreme Court. Now, of course, this is not official. You're getting this from the press. Who knows what their sources are because there are always unnamed sources. Um, but that is what seems to be occurring. And I think his advisors, I mean, seem like I'm watching cable news today, uh, listening to it anyway, um, that they are talking about the possibilities of just – putting in a new executive order and you know in the meantime he's got to implement the extreme vetting. And the extreme vetting is the big piece of this. I mean really that's the whole thing. The only reason why we're suspending immigration is to get our policies in place so that we know who is coming in our country. I mean we should know who is here. Do they love us as Trump says? Because If they don't, if they want to cause harm, we have to make sure they don't come in. That's the government's role, is to protect its citizens. I don't want any loss of life. And in Donald Trump's presidency, you know that he does not want anyone to die under his watch. And if he can prevent that, he's going to. That's the whole goal. I mean, let's be realistic. It's very simple. He just wants to keep Americans safe. Um, Here's what the president said today. He met with the Prime Minister of Japan at the White House today, and they had a news conference. It really was a boring news conference, not much out of it, but, you know, the first question from the New York Post was about um, the court's ruling yesterday, the appeals court saying uh, we are upholding the lower court's ruling, and then Trump obviously tweeted in all caps saying that we will see you in court. Um, This is what President Trump had to say at the news conference earlier today, join with the Japan Prime Minister at the White House.
0: I feel totally confident that we will have tremendous security for the people of the United States. We will be extreme vetting, which is a term that I developed early in my campaign because I saw what was happening. And while I've been president, which is just for a very short period of time, I've learned tremendous things that you could only learn, frankly, if you were in a certain position, namely President. And there are tremendous threats to our country. We will not allow that to happen. I can tell you that right now. We will not allow that to happen. So we'll be going forward. uh, We'll be doing things to continue to make our country safe. Uh, It will happen rapidly and we will not allow people into our country who are looking to do harm to our people. We will allow lots of people into our country that will love our people and do good for our country it's always going to be that way at least during my administration i can tell you that
1: all right so the president today at the white house um this coming out uh really as we're recording this podcast at a little after six in the evening on the east coast um which is not the usual time that we we record the podcast um this is what uh, came out of NBC News. They have an exclusive saying that Russia is deciding on whether or not to send um, Snowden to the U.S. as a, quote, gift to Trump. I'm just reading this, by the way, as it's coming in, so uh, excuse me. But um, they are deciding on whether or not to send Snowden, Russia, Russia. Um, to, quote, curry favor. Now, you know the whole story with uh, Snowden, right? Snowden, uh, who... There was actually a movie about him, and I saw the movie. It was really good. The problem with the movie is that you become sympathetic towards Snowden. And, you know, what Edward Snowden did um, is very controversial enough for debate. Uh, A lot of uh, journalists will say... That Snowden was, um, you know, he – well, he passed along classified information to Guardian journalists, and that's portrayed in the movie very well. And he wanted to make sure that people knew that their rights were being violated according to him in the name of national security. And what – this is where the NSA, National Security uh, Administration, and their actions came out, and this all happened uh, under – Bush into Obama, and Obama continued the program uh, in the beginning of his presidency, and basically they monitored everything. And by the way, I'm sure they still do, and they'd be stupid not to. I mean, think about it. All right, what do you have to hide? All right, maybe some embarrassing emails, some embarrassing text messages. You know, the big thing with the Snowden movie, they actually he was so paranoid that he would cover his webcam. with a piece of paper. And he would actually, um, he was so paranoid, he thought that they, and actually, well, knew that they were doing it, that they could tap into anyone's webcam without even turning that yellow light on. I think it's yellow. Maybe it's green. I'm colorblind, folks. Um, yellow or green. Whatever that light is at the webcam. <laughs> and, you know, if you had nothing to hide. If you don't do anything sneaky, if you always abide by the law. I have no problem with that. I mean, what do I have to hide? Seriously. Not much. I don't have anything weird on my phone. I don't have games. I don't have any of these dating apps. I've never done that. A lot of people do that. I I really don't understand that, to be honest with you. (laughs) But I guess if you have that, you have something to hide. Um, But maybe not. And I think now Snowden was saying, well, everyone has something to hide. And so now the United States... Um, has a uh, a warrant out for Snowden's arrest but he was granted asylum under Vladimir Putin in Russia. Similar to WikiLeaks or Julian Assange, the only difference is Julian Assange undercover, um, undercover government corruption and he showed, like in this past election, how corrupt the media was in their collusion with the Hillary Clinton campaign, and undercovered the machinations of the Democratic Party, and that they rigged it for Hillary. That's a, that's undisputed. Indisputed. And so, he almost did a service, Julian Assange. Now you can argue Snowden did a service, but Julian Assange is granted asylum uh, an embassy in London. Uh you know, he released uncovered governments and continues to do that with WikiLeaks um, and undercovering government corruption. What Snowden did was release national security that the United States was doing to keep its own people safe. So you see the difference? It's, okay, we do certain things to keep Americans safe. Yes, there's a lot of power and a lot of responsibility. And then on the other hand... You have uh, somebody who uh, – or governments who are running corrupt enterprises and doing things behind the scenes that affect Americans. So what do you rather? Um, a little bit of an infringement. Maybe if you want to say it's an infringement on your rights. Okay, fine, in the name of national security. Or corrupt government, they have no idea, and you're stuck with someone as a president or in government – Who is taking your money and doing God knows what with? I mean like the mayor here in New York City, Mayor de Blasio, is being investigated uh, for – what is it? For um, taking people's money for – basically for corruption, Um, for using the campaign finance system to fund other things. Pay for And uh, pay-for-play is the, is the major one. I'm sorry, I couldn't think of the term. You know, you'd think after all of the months that I spent talking about pay-for-play and the Clinton Foundation and taking it from all these countries like Qatar, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, I, I went on and on talking about that. And now pay-for-play just escaped, you know, over uh, over 50% of the State Department meetings that Hillary had besides the one she had to have were with Clinton Foundation donors. But that's besides the point. What do we care about Hillary anyway? The only thing is she doesn't go away. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um so as far as the immigration is concerned though, so the Snowden thing is just coming out. Um I interviewed former immigration agent, Michael Cutler today. And Michael Cutler has testified multiple times in front of the 9-11 Commission. He's been on Capitol Hill talking about the dangers of illegal immigration, the drug cartels, terrorism. Well, we had a very in-depth conversation earlier today, and the interview will air on my show, the Sunday program, the Neal Caruso Show, on com, our first live streaming show. Um, okay, so, by the way, Washington Post is... Uh, saying that the White House had changed the earlier statement. I do get those emails, but I'm not checking my emails, um, saying that uh, it may take the fight over the temporary halt of the travel order to the Supreme Court. So, all right, they're deciding what they're going to do. I don't like this hastiness, though. I don't like telling the public. I mean, Trump's whole thing is, well, when it comes to national security anyway. I mean, this, if you don't know what you're doing, if you're still planning, why release the statement? If that's the case, I don't know. You know the media has gotten it wrong a lot. And so what people don't – what I never see is an immigration agent or expert on a program talking about uh, the dangers, what he's seen on the border. I mean he's arrested drug cartel members. He has arrested terrorists, this gentleman, Michael Cutler, who we interviewed, and you'll see the the full interview on the show on Sunday, although it may be a little long. But regardless, the full interview will be up on neilacaristo.com uh by Sunday, whether it be live at twelve noon or afterwards. It'll be up. And he got into well, we talked about everything from immigration to sanctuary cities to sanctuary campuses. And he even said that the most dangerous thing about sanctuary cities, it actually hurts Hispanics more than it hurts white Americans. And he has evidence to back it up. Now, here's a little clip of what you'll hear on the Sunday interview. Michael Cutler, former uh, Immigration Naturalization uh, Service agent for the federal government.
2: Today, according to DHS, we have 514,000 foreign students in the United States studying the STEM curriculum. Science, technology, engineering, math, computer science, and so forth. We have tens of thousands of Americans who've been doing those jobs who've been laid off by Silicon Valley, by Disney, by California power companies, to be replaced by foreign workers from India. And by the way, India and China send us the lion's share of those foreign STEM students. China is now building up its, uh, new, its uh, military resources in the South China Sea, challenging America. And you have to wonder how many of the engineers building up the Chinese military receive their education in the United States. See, these actions are against the best interests of the American people. So,
1: yes, it's against the best interests of Americans and our duty as a, as a government, as a nation, to protect our own before being able to even uh, take in others. Um, he was fascinating just talking about um, you know these foreign students and, and the cases that he testified on um, where Americans were hurt. And he's been warning about this for a very long time, and it's about time that someone listened to him. And these immigration agents and the ICE officers – and he said we need more ICE officers. They need to be supported, and they need um, to be heard. And I think that's what President Trump is doing, and it's really in the name of protecting you. It has nothing to do with anti-immigrant. He even said I'm not anti-immigrant. In fact, he's a registered Democrat, which is fascinating. It has nothing to do with politics, but they make it political, and that was another portion I asked them, is why is it so political? Why have the left um, taken this issue and said, well, we need to basically give a big bear hug and protect these immigrants? Why is that our duty, and who is that hurting really? Um, All of these issues that affect us and the drugs that hurt – that go to your children – all of this relates, and so we talked about uh, that with him, and he's going to – we're going to continue having him on. He's going to show me some spots where you won't believe where some of the uh, the legal immigration um, and the crime committed by these illegal immigrants goes on right in your neighborhoods. He told me a lot of details about it. And he's written a lot of articles on it. Um, just to move away from this for a second, big league jobs. I have another update, believe it or big not. Big league. Big league. And Today um, or yesterday, I guess, uh, but I didn't see until this morning. Delta CEO Ed uh, Ed Bastin sent a statement that the uh, company is growing its ranks as it expands and upgrades its hubs at several of the nation's airports. So Delta, uh, after meeting with President Trump, uh, will have uh, create twenty five thousand new jobs. They currently have eighty thousand employees. They're going to hire twenty five thousand dollars more um, likely referring to comp this is from uh, the Atlanta Journal Constitution reports that likely referring to competition from middle East carriers by the way talked about with Michael Cutler on the show on Sunday um, who received subsidies from their government uh, Bastian said that hiring could be contingent on the support of the government in establishing and establishing a level playing field. So that just goes to Trump's whole theme of America first. I'm putting American workers first.
0: America first.
1: So Delta hiring 25,000 jobs over the next five years is the bottom line. Jobs created and saved, excuse me, um, under Trump since he's been elected, 1814900 invested in the United States. Total, um, well, this is an estimate, $69,700,000. Million since Trump was elected on November eighth. So just goes to show you the change in policy. Things are moving. Big league jobs. Uh, that's the update. Um, all right. When we come back, we are going to get into. Um, oh well, you heard in that intro. Tom Price, uh, Health and Human Services, and the Democrats freaking out. And they were saying, "Oh, you yeah, have Schumer up there." I mean, they're trying to scare seniors. I mean, that just—it's not going to work not gonna work and the fact that he goes you know uh this is going to um you're gonna kill seniors we're throwing grandma off a bridge come on stop trying to scare everybody on every single thing Yeah, it's really not smart and it's not it's not ethical really uh we're gonna take a break we're gonna come back talk a little bit about education uh it won't be uh, a long break and we won't have don't have much uh, longer on the podcast trust me tonight um education and what is really going on in our schools we'll get to that uh right after the break nearly Curso show podcast
0: We're gonna be not only great, we're gonna be greater than ever before. You watch. You watch.
1: Yes, you watch. Watch the Neele Crusoe. Crusoe show Sundays at noon Eastern and listen to the Neele Crusoe Show podcast on NeeleyCruso.com. Alright, we are back on the Neele Crusoe Show podcast. It'd be nice if I turn my mic on, you know, when I start. Um all right, let's continue on talk about education on the show. Um, Monday, we're going to have someone on who is actually a union member, and he's interesting because he doesn't necessarily. And we mentioned him yesterday. His name is Daniel Blanchard. He's from Connecticut. We're going to interview him tonight, and then he'll be on uh, he'll be on the show on Sunday and the podcast on Monday. He doesn't necessarily agree with the way things are going uh, in terms of education because. There needs to be change. Teachers need to be held accountable. Students need to be held accountable. And there's no accountability in our education system. So, Betsy DeVos today um, was going to a meeting, I think, with a predominantly black school. I forget where she was going. Um, But here is a little bit of uh, what she was met with protests. She is not representing anything that they stand for. Keep giving money to senators and buying your way to the position. You should be so
2: proud of yourself.
1: Go back.
0: Shame! 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 Shame!
1: Go the car. Imagine if a um, and I guess it's just ambient sound of her driving away. Um, imagine if somebody yelled "shame" at a left-wing union member or at a you know someone on the left side of the aisle. I mean, there would be there would be outrage. There would be um, the sexist charge. There would be the anti-woman charge. I mean. Let the woman go to her car, okay? She did nothing to you. Um, You know, she wants to promote school choice. She wants to give parents the opportunity to pick what schools kids go to for themselves instead of being told what school to go to. But the hypocrisy is unbelievable. And, you know, there needs to be change. There's no accountability. We're like 25th in math and science, something like that. I got to get the exact stat. That is bullcrap, okay? Why are we 25th in math and science? I mean, listen, if we're, if we're going to compete on the world stage, you hear that from politicians, then we need to get our act together in education. We flat out suck. I mean, seriously, we do. And so Daniel Blanchard, who will be uh, – is from Connecticut. He's a teacher. He's also uh, part of a union – He's going to join me on the Sunday show to talk about um, education in terms of indoctrination. It's part of a report in terms of indoctrination, what is going on with these teachers in these schools, um, sanctuary campuses, all of that good stuff. And then Monday on this podcast, we're going to talk about school choice, how can we actually change things up and shake up the system. President Trump is in. He wants to shake up the system for good. And, you know, I we need to because the way things are, are headed in education is terrible. Um, there's absolutely no accountability in public schools. That doesn't mean we should privatize education across the board, but, you know, private schools do work. Can we learn something from them? And, you know, maybe take a page or two from China, uh, believe it or not. Um also, uh, as far as indoctrination goes, this is from an NYU professor who was put on leave allegedly because of some words he said about his beliefs, which differ from the mainstream of the liberal college campus. Uh, we have a whole story about educating our kids and what are kids going through and what do both sides believe. This is an NYU professor. Um, his name is Michael uh, Rechtenwald, and we had him. we interviewed him earlier. He'll be on the show on Sunday.
2: Yeah, uh, just just for example, the way this committee responded to my interview in which I critiqued uh, safe spaces, uh, trigger warnings, and bias reporting lines, they effectively said that my perspective was wrong and that I was guilty for holding it. They used the word "guilty," um, so it in their in their retort to me, they they said I was guilty. And so, what I'm getting at here is this kind of utter policing of. Um, ideational or perspectival uh, diversity, which is utterly forbidden. You see, there's a particular set of ideas and a certain dogma that you need to adopt, and if you don't adopt it, you can be punished. That's authoritarianism.
1: He said that there is authoritarianism going on on college campuses, and he teaches at NYU, one of the more uh, liberal schools in the country. And... Listen, they're all uh, – education system pretty much is left-wing. That's okay. Um, f- the fact, But when you have teachers imposing their views on others, and we have some um, professors who were cursing at police at both NYU and UC Berkeley. And we're going to show you the videos, and it's not isolated. Um, conservatives go through it every single day on college campuses, and it's, um, it's a problem. Uh, and there shouldn't be a sense of fear when you go to learn. It should be a learning environment of an exchange of an ideas, and it's, it's not happening. Um, and what's going on on college campuses and in high schools too, as we'll hear from Daniel Blanchard, it's a, it's a problem. And it, um, it needs to be fixed because especially in this politically charged environment, why don't we teach the truth but also let's talk about history and context um, and you know better education. That's really what we need is just flat out proper education for, um, about history, about American history, about the world in context. Context is key. Um, and so we'll talk about that. So Sunday we do a live stream, com, and we will have a live uh, broadcast for you. We're going to talk about immigration with INS agent Michael Keller. We'll talk about education um and what's going on in schools and are your kids really getting the best education here in america and i would go on the ledge to say no and that um there is an incredible uh, persecution of of ideas and ideology that's going on uh so we're going to talk about that with facts to back it up so you don't want to miss that sunday 12 noon we'll be live uh, the Neil A. Caruso Show. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Always, we finished a full week of the Neil A. Caruso Show podcast. Imagine that! Imagine that! A full week. I'm Neil A. Caruso.
0: We will make America great again. Big league.
1: All right, so we wrap things up on this Friday. Enjoy your weekend, folks. We'll speak with you on Sunday, and then again right here on iTunes on Monday. So Have a great weekend, folks. Do your part. Make America great again. God bless you, and God bless America.